Hey, welcome to another great message from Mr. Christian Outreach Church. We pray you'll be inspired and equipped by this teaching. For more information on Noosa Christian Outreach Church, please check out our website at noosacoc.org.au. Enjoy. <laughs> Excellent. Good fun, good fun. Well, we're going to... Um, we're going to get into the Word this morning. And I, I was praying about the, this Sunday and uh, talking to God and saying, what, what is the greatest need in our church? And I felt like his response to me was surprising. And I'm going to talk on that today. His answer surprised me. I felt like he said loneliness. Loneliness. And uh, so we're going to have a little look at that today. It surprised me because I think, oh, there's a bunch of people around. You know, usually when we meet, there's people going left and right and everywhere and kids and people, mature people, young people, single people, married people. It's just people everywhere. So you tend to think that, uh, you know, it's with all that activity and energy uh, that, we, that we're actually connected. You know what I mean? Like that, that we, we have that. But I realised that you can be, I mean, you can, that sense of loneliness can creep in whether you're... You, you're, you're part of a family of eight kids, uh, whether you're a, a mum who, you know, someone might think, well, they're lonely, they don't have kids, and you might feel lonely as a mum who's got kids, but it's literally just things that need you all day long, but you just crave that time where you can just hang with one of your friends and talk adult talk rather than monosyllabic words, and, you know, and everything has to have ABC references. You know I mean? You can literally be holding a child and feeling lonely. You can be in, at a party full of people and still feel that loneliness. Uh, so it's not necessarily just a, a location thing. Uh, the, other, the other thing is if you're kind of a bit more like introverted and some people are a bit of a mix of that, sometimes it's, I, I enjoy people, sometimes I, I just, I need, not that I, I like myself too much, but I like to be alone sometimes, um, just with my own thoughts. So you can, um, I realise that loneliness isn't necessarily geographical, it's actually kind of more a, a choice thing of your level of connectedness that you want because some people they're, they're too connected they're like I, I need to get away from people um, or other people are like uh, you know they're happy with the little the spheres in their life of friends and work colleagues acquaintances family and all those spheres are kind of swirling around well and they're happy uh, but when something in that kind of mix goes awry we can have that sense of loneliness and I really wanted to just address that a little bit today, talk into it today, um, give some hope to that today, because I think, I felt like there's some people here that uh, you feel alone, and you feel lonely, and you actually feel like you're the only one. Because usually if you're lonely, it's a sense of, I'm alone. And then the thoughts start to creep in, like, well, no one else, everyone else here looks like they're having a great time. You know, you, you see them at a the cafe, you see them downtown, you see them at, at Woolies, and, uh, and they're bright... But who knows that it's not necessarily uh, what's happening internally, but that loneliness can creep into moments. And also that you're not weird if you feel lonely. All of us face loneliness at times. No matter how many friends you've got, no matter how many likes on your Insta, no matter uh, how many kids you've got, no matter how many uh, social engagements that you're invited to on the weekend, um, it, you can still have that sense of loneliness. And I wanted to uh, look at that today because... I realised that that sense of loneliness happens uh, when you're by yourself 
or disconnected from others and it's not by choice. You know, that, that sense creeps in when maybe you're like, I wish, I just don't, I don't have anyone to call right now. I wish I just wanted to hang with someone right now. Or I wish people contacted me more or something. But it's that choice thing. The feeling of loneliness comes when you, you have a sense of disconnection. Uh, a disconnectedness maybe from your past or present or a disconnectedness from your future that you want. Disconnectedness from your surroundings. You may be here today surrounded by people but you feel disconnected uh, in, at, at some level from, from that. Uh, disconnected from your friends or your family or social settings. Um, or simply dis- disconnected from people who understand you and what you're going through. Sometimes you've got people in your life, but you still feel alone because you're like, no one knows, no one actually knows what I'm really facing, and there's this layer. And so, uh, do you know that Jesus felt lonely? Do you know most people actually feel lonely at times? I don't know if you're all trying to stand strong here. I've got one nodding of the head and everyone else is just like, oh, don't want to acknowledge it. Ah. <laughs> and uh, a great friend of mine said, said to me years ago, and I, and I loved it. It was really simple. He said, and I, I kind of Googled it to try and find out who, attri- like, who uh, this quote was by. Who should I attribute this quote to? And it was kind of a bunch of different people that were all kind of claiming it. So it's just a thing. It's just a saying. I'll just say it's been said rather than by some uh, ancient figure. Uh, that says it, it's, it's been said that there are three essentials to life and happiness. Something to do, someone to love, and something to look forward to. And without those, or when one of these is missing or out of place, then we feel like something is existentially wrong with our lives. And so, I'm gonna, we're going to look at that. And I'm, I've got three points, um, simple points, that I think uh, we, may help us today. So, some steps in overcoming loneliness, because we all face it uh, at moments, at times. Um, and there's, there's, I'm not saying that there's not um, facets that can be assisted with uh, medical help and all those kinds of things. I'm not excluding anything like that. But I'm saying you're going to face a challenge no matter how many people are in your life, you're going to have a moment and you're going to feel all alone. And whether you know God or not, there's still going to be moments where you feel alone. Jesus was alone in the, in the Garden of Gethsemane, brought his mates there and said, wait here, and then still wanted to get alone and talk with his father God. And, then, and, and still, they couldn't even stay awake for an hour. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, guys, seriously. Uh, you know, Moses, even when he wanted to go and talk with God up the mountain, and we saw the other week when we were looking at the Ten Commandments, and, and, and God's like, man, you know, what about these people? The people are like, no, we don't want to go up there and talk with God. We want you as our intermediary, Moses. So Moses still had to, even when he wanted to do it, go and talk to God, he still had to do that alone on his way up. And your walk with God and the, the purpose on your life, there will be people and things that surround uh, around that gravity, but there will also be a, an element of it that you just have to chart your course alone. There'll be moments of aloneness, whether you're a father and, and you might think, man, no one understands the responsibilities that you're carrying. Uh, who knows? Who knows what you, you're facing today? But some steps in overcoming loneliness. We're gonna, and, and this order is important. So steps in overcoming loneliness. Number one, talk to God. Talk to God. In John 16, 31 to 33, it says this. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe, indeed the hour is coming, yes, has 
now come that you will be scattered each to his own and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So literally there in scripture, Jesus is saying, this is happening, and you'll leave me alone. I will be alone. And yet, I've still got my Father God and I'll talk to him. So we have Jesus precedent there that even when everyone else won't be with him, and he's okay about it. I mean, he's not crying and whinging or he's you know, saying, you're not going to be my mates anymore. He's literally saying, look, this is going to happen. You are going to like, leave me. You're going to run away and I will be alone. But it's okay. I've still got my Father God. And that's something that we need to know in life too. That, and this is a great part of loneliness is you've got, we've got to manage our expectations. Some of, it, some of us feel lonely because our expectations are totally out of whack. And these are these niggly little voices that will come in and go, no, no, no one cares, nobody likes you, no, 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 everyone hates you, think you should go and eat worms, you know, and, and all this kind of stuff. And really, you know, often if I've found a moment like that where I'm like, eh, I should have better friends, and then literally in that moment, like I just have that sense from God, like, oh, really? You know, you might be scrolling through your... Uh, your phone and, and people. And you're like, oh, that guy hasn't called me in two years. And right in that moment, I just have that sense from God, like, oh, really? And when was the last time you called him? It's a thing called a phone. You can answer and you can also dial. And, uh, and, and so genuinely, often what happens, though, is when we have that little pang of, of loneliness, the first place we go isn't to God, but it's actually to validate ourselves amongst other people. You know what I mean? If you're feeling alone, you're like, man, I need that validation. I need the credibility. I need something else. Hey, what's going on? What are my friends doing? Uh, or you, you chime in on someone else and you just a dump, you know, like you dump all the, the mess that's going on. Um, and it doesn't tend to work well. And that's because we first need to go to God. If, we're, if you're facing loneliness, the first step you need to go is talk to God. I mean, Jesus did it. Just there we, we see. that he, And... and he, and that's the same thing we need to do. If you're feeling lonely, and I'm not saying this is going to solve everything and suddenly unicorns are going to like sprinkle glitter all over your, you know, your life once you just talk to God. And it's not like suddenly all these friends will just be attracted to you like bees on honey. But I'm just saying it's literally just the first step that you should do. That's all. Why? Because he knows you. He gets you better. You might be feeling like you're lonely and it might just be a, a, a dumb thought you might need to eat genuinely. I mean, I'm just being really honest. So at times, I've just felt like life's bad. I'm like, God, what is wrong? And, and God's like, mate, you, or, or my wife, same voice, you know. <laughs> it's like, have you eaten? No. You haven't showered in three days. No wonder you're feeling feral, you know. No, sorry. That was poetic license. That didn't really happen. So often, if we're feeling bad, the first people we want to talk to is other people. Secondly, that voice, you actually want to talk to yourself, like, but in that bad, bad tone, like you've done something wrong, and you're like, you idiot, you're a fool, you've done this wrong, you, you don't deserve this, blah, 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 blah. But the first person we need to talk to is God, because he's our loving father, he knows what's going on, his perspective is better than ours, and we might come to him saying something's wrong, and he might say, mate, you need to eat. Or he, we might say, God, my friends haven't talked to me in a while, and he'll literally say, well, when was it? you need to just call them. You know what I mean? It's just flick a few texts out. Send some love out in the morning. You know what I mean? Um, and think of them or pray for them. Or he might say something else. He might say, yeah, you're right. You don't have any friends. You know why? Because you hate everyone. 
You know what I mean? Because you can't like skip around it with God. God knows you and, he's, and he knows the truth. And so he'll call you on your stuff. And, uh, and then that's liberating. And you're like, you're right. You're so right. Or you might be like, yeah, you haven't got any friends. Why? Because you cut off all the, your fun out of your life. You cut off this hobby and this sport. You stopped doing that. Three months ago, you didn't even realise that you stopped doing this, where it was a great group of people that you used to connect with and you just got busy and stopped doing it. You think it didn't matter. And then suddenly now you're feeling lonely. And yet all these friends are on the, on the periphery ready to be activated. If they knew, they would, they would love you to be joining them as they go and play golf or do something fun. But... You know what I mean? And so God will speak wisdom into your situation if you talk to him first. Just talk to him first when you're feeling lonely. So first, talk to God. Second, then you need to talk to yourself. Talk to yourself. Be a friend to yourself. Give yourself a break. You're just criticizing yourself the whole time. You know, you need to be a better friend to yourself. You want some better friends? There's a great one. That it's called you. You need to shout yourself a nice meal every now and then. Take yourself out on the day. It's probably going to be less arguments. You know. <laughs> be nicer to yourself. And literally while I'm saying this, are you realising why you're down? Because you're just criticising yourself the whole time. That internal voice that you're talking to yourself. Give yourself some credit. Just compliment yourself. Look at, the, look at that thing in the mirror and just go, come on, boy, you got this. What are we going to do today? Why? And here's another reason. Um, you know, to have a conversation with yourself because you've actually got some really good advice. <laughs> You're actually smarter than you think too. You know, what's the greatest advice that you would give someone else? It's probably going to work for your own life and you're probably not taking action on it. And when you actually have a conversation with yourself and go, come on, Christian. Mate, I think the problem that you're facing isn't that bad. It's actually quite normal for people. See, because we, we posture ourselves to give great counsel to other people and encouragement, support and love, and then we just do this to ourselves the whole time. And then we wonder why we feel so beat up. So first, talk to God. Secondly, then talk to yourself. Have a great conversation with yourself. Take yourself out for coffee in the morning. And I tell you what, this loneliness is just going to start to evaporate. Why? Because usually, God does work through other people, and he's, he's designed us to be social beings. Right in the garden, he made man, and immediately he knew he had messed that, royally messed that up, and he's like, oh, it's not good for you to be alone. You know what I mean? Immediately, he knew that. He's like, man, you've got, you need people in your life. You need people in your life. So he's fine, but I'm just saying the order is really important. And again, don't, don't lie to God and don't lie to yourself. Just be honest. If you want a dummy spit, he's the safest place. Trust me. God, this person did that. He'll speak into that for you. He may tell you you're wrong. And if it's a mood, you can get on with life and you haven't uh, infected other people with your drama and mess. But if you go to your mates first and shred other people and then suddenly you're in a better mood or it wasn't how you saw it and then suddenly you realise it wasn't such a big deal, you carry on with life and all your friends are infected, hating, on your behalf, hating other people. Why? Because they're your mates. So go to God first. And number two, then talk to yourself. In Psalm 43, verse 5, 
says this, and this is David speaking to himself, literally in Scripture. It says, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. There you go. You thought I was getting weird, but I'm still on Scripture. (laughs) David's chatting to himself. Saul, why are you down, man? Life's good. God's good. Yeah, you've got some challenges like everyone else, but man, you're built for this. You're good for it. God's good. Hope in God. Number one, talk to God. Number two, talk to yourself. Number three, then talk to others. Then, you, then you're in a fit state to talk to other people. Reach out to others first. But don't start talking to others about your need. And when you start talking to other people, you've got to start talking in blessing and then need. It's just, again, these are just mechanics, you know what I mean, of, of, of life and with people that, you know, if, if you've got that person and whenever they talk to you or you meet them or you, or, or you talk to the phone and the first thing they do is dump on you the worst 10 things about their life, after a while... You just don't want to answer the phone. You just don't want to catch up with them. You know what I mean? And literally even a few sentences to start when you meet up with someone and say, hey, man, how you, how you doing? That guy's a better friend. Why? Because we're all into ourselves. Like if someone shows that they're interested in me, then I want to talk. If they don't want to... <laughs> but if they, if they don't care, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, yeah, whatever. <sighs> Let me tell you about my life. I'm like, oh, here we go. You know? So how to win with people if you're interested in, in them? I mean, if you're feeling bad and it's the last thing you feel like doing, is actually at least lead with blessing, lead the charge. I'm not talking about, especially with friendships, it is there, you carry each other, you lift one up, one's down, the other one's up, the other one's down. That's time for that. It's a great friendship where you're paying price together. But if it's always one way lopsided, it gets a little dry. And so to help, if you're going through mess, if you're feeling lonely, uh, uh, people, if you're out on that first date, uh, don't lead in with how lonely you are. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Hi, what's your name? Wow, what are you doing? I'm so lonely. I have not been out and seen anyone in 10 years. Uh, um, so this is really important to me. Uh, how are my chances already? You know. Where's that in scripture, Christian? Luke 638. <laughs> hey, I, I covered my bases before I got up here. It's all good. Luke 638 says, Give, and it'll be given to you. Good measure. Press down, shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. Interesting. Interesting. Understand that with most friendships, they're like bank accounts. You know, if there's nothing in there to draw from, then it doesn't work too well. But if you're making deposits, in the sense of just being a blessing to someone, actually being friendly. There's a scripture in Proverbs 18, 24. It says, a man who has friends must himself be friendly. King James says, a man that has friends must show himself friendly. Some of you are wondering why you've got no friends. You are so unfriendly. Show yourself friendly. Just give on the front end. Hey, man, how good's this? Now, if you're the one always shouting coffee and you're 10 coffees deep and the other person's still doing these ones, ah, 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 then you can assess the friendship. But what I'm saying is there, 
you're going to get more friends at least that way to start. Is this a car? I know I'm being really practical, but we're dealing with loneliness here today. You know, and sometimes when you're in that fog and in that moment and the pressure's on and the darkness is pushing in and the, the dumb voices are telling you no one cares, you've got no friends, no one, you, would, it, would the world even matter if you weren't here? These are the practical things that'll help. It'll help, actually. Talking to God, talking to yourself, talking to other people finally, but bleeding in the front end of that with blessing and, and, and then talk about need. Once, we're, once we're, we're having a great time and someone we're talking and then I can say, hey, mate, you know what? I've actually been really struggling with this lately. It's been really hard. And that's fine. Yeah, that's what friendships are for. And then, then, then the need actually glues people together. I've got a friend and, and we know we're a safe space to each other to vent. And we don't care. I mean, we care for each other, but we don't care. Why? As in, we, we know, I know that he's venting. And it's okay and it's safe. I'm not going to tell 10 people about it or 100 people. And I know that he's going to be in a different mood in the morning. Uh, but, I, but it's safer. We, we trust each other. It's safer there than anywhere else. <laughs> Get a friend like that. But what started that friendship was not me needing him. What started that friendship was me blessing him and supporting him. And now, when we need each other, we're there. So number one, talk to God. Number two, talk to yourself. And number three, talk to others. Talk to others. Talk to others. Ephesians 5 says this. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understanding what is the will of the Lord. Do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. How great is that? This picture of the church, picture when we come together, singing psalms and, and, and you know... I, there's a blessing in not just singing psalms by yourself, spiritual songs, but singing them when you come together so we can hear it. Submitting yourselves one to another. That's friendship. That'll overcome loneliness. Some people are sitting at home today wishing, wondering why no one's talking to them and they didn't get out of bed. I mean, you, you let's come together and gather. You've got a chance of meeting someone. Talk to God, talk to yourself, talk to others. Then there's a couple of other little triplets if, we, if we've got a little bit of time I'm, I'm going to go to. Uh, practically, best actions to take when you can over, overcome feelings of loneliness is go outside. The amount of times that I've been at home or in an office or something and just, you know, my, diet, my t- peanut little problems feel so big. Uh, and then finally I do get hungry and then I'm over to go to the shops. And then I go to the, you know, go to the grocery store or something. And then you bump into someone you know and immediately your mood lifts. Have you seen that? Like you're like, eh. hey. How are you? Yeah. yeah. Life's great. <laughs> Why? And it genuinely is because you're actually blessed by seeing them. Or, and it almost, it, God is so amazing, it's, he's almost indiscriminate. Literally, if you go, out, go outside, things will be better. Um, uh, you know, this, uh, English gentleman, Nick, is it? Uh, you know, there's a, a, a syndrome, especially in countries that are more seasonal, called SAD, which is seasonal affective disorder where they literally, if they don't have enough sunlight, there's a depression that comes in, uh, symptoms that come in of depression at the same time every year because of a lack of sunlight. We're all delicate little flowers that maybe need a little bit more sunlight. Now, we don't suffer so much of that here in Noosa 
uh, and in Queensland and in Australia, but still there's a blessing on going outside. And genuinely, if the, world, if the walls are caving in on you on your problems, get outside, go for a walk. Even in nature, there's just this something that happens where you might connect with God or you might actually... The other part of that is physiologically. That Do you know that our emotions, um, they don't, they're not subject to logic? Gentlemen, I don't know if you've ever noticed that emotions aren't subject to logic. <laughs> I thought I'd get more daggers out of that one. Emotions aren't subject, subject to logic. You know, someone can be, have a fear of uh, planes, and yet they're, they're like, no, they're going to drop out of the sky. I just I can't get on one. Ah, fear's irrational. And yet you go, but the laws are there. It'll, it'll, there are people getting on them and going to Hawaii every day, all day, every day. And yet they're safe, and yet there's a fear that's irrational, an, an emotion maybe, or, or something that happens. And, but it's, it's so emotion doesn't go, oh, suddenly now scientifically that's fine, I'll do that. Uh, it, it's still, there's a, it's irrational that was brought out this morning, the irrational fears. So, and emotions, they're not subject to logic. There can be no reason, but they're like, uh, I can't, I'm not going to do that. Or they're emotional, they can, you can feel lonely, and you, your friend can be convincing you, mate, you, you're fantastic. Man, so many people think you're amazing. Dude, you're at this, you, you know, we went out for uh, dinner the other night, and, and you're this, and you're that, and, and I don't know why you wouldn't feel, like, why would you feel lonely? Like, it doesn't make any sense, and yet... Emotion's not subject to logic, it's subject to action. Emotion follows motion. Another reason to get outside and get walking. The amount of times I've been so emotional, so down on myself, and I've literally, you know, by about kilometre three, I could have exaggerated and said by about kilometre 23 or 43 of my morning walk, but uh, probably by about kilometre two or three, your body starts to, like, it's just the, the motion. You, get, you can just burn out to where uh, your emotions kind of come back in check and you realise that the, the world's not ending. So it'll follow motion. So get outside, mow the lawn. If you're feeling emotional, if you're feeling lonely, clean the house, take out the trash, walk the dog, go to the beach, go shopping, go, not, not, not clothes shopping, grocery shopping, um, and, and I guarantee you'll probably feel better by the end of it. Actions that can overcome these feelings of loneliness, go outside. Jesus said to the guy, take up your mat and walk. I just said, get out of here. And then there are all these needy people coming in. Come on, heal me. He literally said to them, just go jump in the lake. That'll work. Just get, just get out of here. And it did. <laughs> so go outside, change your fuel. Sometimes we're so down and dark because of the, the fuel that we've been feeding ourselves. We've been feeding ourselves rubbish through our mouth, you know, through our ears, through our eyes. Just rubbish and death and hate and, you know, violence and all that kind of And then we wonder why we're... Again, our, our, our attitude and our posture is that way. Just change your fuel. If I'm feeling really bad, I will literally go and buy a whole packet of those spinach leaves. I don't even know if they do myself any good, but I feel like I'm making a healthier decision, which then makes me feel better. <laughs> Just change your fuel. Where's that, Christian? Well, Philippians 4 says, Finally, brethren... Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Again, I, I, I'm not uh, discrediting the reality of what you're feeling. 
I'm not discrediting the existence of loneliness in your life. And I'm not saying, these are the 12 steps and your life will be amazing. I'm just saying, there's, there's some ways at least that can get you out of that hole, that can start that process. And they start with God. But understanding how... I don't, didn't want to just leave you there. You're like, well, what does that mean? And this is some practical ways just how to connect with God and how to get moving. But I'm not, I don't, I'm not, uh, I don't want you to think I'm up here uh, paying out that, that dark sense of loneliness that is in your soul. I'm just talking about how we can reach out to God to overcome that. And it can be a blip. It can be a, a speed bump rather than wiping you out, rather than being a car accident. Get outside, change your fuel, and finally, helping other people. Do you know helping other people, it's so interesting, helping other people is actually a degree of buying friendship. So if I know no one, but if I walk into a situation and I want to help, very few people will say no. Do you know what I mean? And, the, and, and the, the, uh, the flip side of that is true. If I, if I came into this community and I just said, I want you to do everything for me. Just feed me, make sure my coffee's great every single time. I don't want a, a fly buzzing around anywhere. And, uh, and then finally I might respond and do something back. What are my chances? But if I go, I, you know what, I'm going I'm to try and help. Default to say yes. Hey, can you move that chair? Yeah, sure, no worries. Can you, oh, there's too many donuts. Can you dispose of them? Yeah, sure, no worries. <laughs> no, but whatever it is, helping other people, it just, it's fantastic. It does make you look better than you really are. But it also, it, it starts connections. And we're talking about loneliness being that, just that sense of disconnection that helping connects. Helping connects. You know, if, even if you've had a fight with someone, and I'm talking about this is where the, the devil himself gets in, tries to divide and splinter and fracture, and yet when you reconnect, and, and, and usually you reconnect with someone practically, usually if, you've, if I've had a fight with a friend, uh, we don't both elevate spiritually and somehow work it out. What happens is usually they need me or I need them, and then we heal because <laughs> I need them again or they need me practically, or you can overcome by helping and saying, mate, I heard you. this is going on, this is going on, how about I do this? Will that help you out? Yeah, fantastic. Thanks, mate. And then repentance comes hey sorry sorry about that other thing the other week oh don't even worry about it is that that's we're exactly the same with god we need him we connect with him all this stuff happens he provides he heals he does this stuff and then we're not that godly then finally we go god you're amazing it says the goodness of god leads to repentance he's good first and suddenly we're like god that was I'm sorry. And he's like, I know. Let's go on and not do that again, eh? There's lonely hearts here this morning. And I want to say that God loves you and people really actually do love you. And that the voice that's been trying to tell you that you mean nothing or that no one cares is an absolute lie. It's just a lie. It's a lie. We want to see more of you. Well, you've got a beautiful face. We want to see. There's a great smile. It's right behind a few muscles back there. We want to see it. And Noosa wants to see it. And the whole, whole world wants to see it. And there's just been some, some lying voices that have held us back. And maybe you've come here today and 
and you are actually just like, I'm just going to come to church. I don't even know why. Well, you know what? Because I, 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 I've literally maybe got nothing better. I've got no one else to hang out with today. What a great choice. You're coming to a great group of people that want to meet you, that want to encourage you. We haven't got it all right. We can't help you with everything. But we're excited. We want to cheer you on in your journey. We'd love to have a coffee together. We'd love to talk ideas. We'd love to uh, strengthen each other and get involved in each other's life and see then how we can bless other people here in this great place. But I want to tell you today that God loves you, so talk to him first. Love yourself more. Have a chat with yourself. Give yourself a break. Give yourself some encouragement. And then finally, talk to other people and, and get around the right people. And when you're waking up, whether it's a Sunday and, you ha- and you're in that fog and you're like, man, nothing matters. Yes, it does. You matter. God thinks you're amazing. You were worth creating. Do you know how, how, how many people you beat to even be born on planet Earth? You're winning. And there's some great days ahead together in the life of God. Can I pray for you this morning? God, we thank you so much, Lord. Lord, your word says that, God, you so loved the world, us, that you gave your only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Lord, we thank you that you sent Jesus for every one of us. And Lord, every person, every heart that's beating in this room, Lord God, I thank you that you love them, you want to be their friend, you want to walk their life together with them, see them grow see them fulfill purpose on this earth. Uh, Lord, see them bless other people. See them shine with the life of God that you've already placed in them. And so, Lord, I thank you today that today we all reach out in hope, Lord God, for great lives that are surrendered to you. And in the joy of the Lord, I thank you, Lord, that it flow freely in our lives. That, God, that we can uh, hear your loving voice As our Father, we are never alone. Even like Jesus said, even if everyone else bails, I'm still not alone because I've got my Father with me. And Lord, if everyone else leaves, any person here, God, if they've got no one in their lives, they're still not alone, Lord. The Father God in heaven loves them, cheers them on, and is with them today. And so, God, I just thank you so much. Lord, we we repent. Lord, we, we ask for your forgiveness on allowing our own thinking just to be so so base and so uh, short-sighted. Father, we... uh, we repent, Lord, if we've got too excited about, about depression or, or about loneliness. And, Lord, we lift our eyes today. And, Lord, we thank you. And we look around our lives that there's great people that we're already friends with or maybe we need to start friendships with. Lord, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that the people here, Lord, the people in the sound of my voice, Lord, that they're, God, you're adding friends to them. You're adding uh, uh, great influences to them, business associates families, Lord. You're adding children to them and parents and grandparents and connection, Lord God. And Father, we thank you that there is no separation. Lord, nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. 